Welcome to Real Talk with Rachel. I am your host, Rachel Gilbert, a therapist on a mission to bridge the gap between faith and mental health. Today, you are listening to Talk Therapy, a short segment of the show that releases at the beginning of the week to allow space for God to move in our hearts and speak into our lives. Be sure you tune in on Wednesdays for special guest interviews. These episodes are meant to be educational, not a replacement for your therapist. My book, Image Restored, was released in March, and we are in a restored series here on the podcast. While this series can address body image struggles, I'm teaching you how you can apply it to any area of your life. You don't need a copy of Image Restored to follow along, but of course I recommend it. And you can learn more or grab a copy at imagerestoredbook.com. Well, we've covered a lot of topics in this series. So if you missed any, now is a great time to go listen to any you've missed, especially over the summer while we are not releasing guest interviews. This week, our theme is Real Restored. And this comes from chapter 13 of the book. Now, if you own the book, you're going to go, Rachel, that's not the title of this chapter. So I'm, I'm doing a bit of a pivot. We are talking about the chapter still, but let me just tell you where this was birthed from as, well, if you know me at all, it's been kind of building and the Holy Spirit tends to keep speaking a similar message to me over and over again and gets my attention first and then I share it with y'all. But even just today, I was counseling a woman and she said a statement that I thought, I think people can relate to that. She said, I'm just so tired of pretending that everything is fine, that I'm okay. And and I just thought, man, I think people, I know, I know that y'all can relate, I can relate. And I want to just lean into this for a little bit. Now, this chapter 13 is actually about expectations. But I want to sit for a minute and have some real talk with you about why it's important to be real with ourselves, God, and others about our expectations, fears, thoughts, emotions, or anything else that's weighing us down and making us feel like we just need to keep smiling and going through the motions. Because my friends, I am here to tell you, and this is not news, I'm sure, that going through the motions is not working. And I want to draw you to two quotes that are actually in block quotes in this chapter and have some real talk with you about these quotes. My prayer for this is that it'll get you thinking, what's an area of my life that I need to get real about? So here's the first quote. It says, stop comparing yourself to your younger self. She's another woman. And this quote actually came from my sweet husband when I finally got real with him. This has been several years ago, but I think I had just had our child number three at this point, and the baby weight was not coming off quite as easily as it did with the others. And I remember I was striving so hard to get that weight off, and I was doing all the things and was doing really early morning boot camps and I was just exhausted because I was felt like I was just doing everything I knew to do that normally worked, and this time it wasn't working. And I remember sitting down with him. I can remember exactly where we were both sitting in our bedroom. 
And I just opened my heart to him because here's the other piece. I didn't put this in the book, not because I don't want to talk about it, but it just didn't really fit with that particular chapter, is also like real talk, our sex life was struggling at that time because I was so tired. (laughs) I didn't want to connect to anybody. I was barely connecting within myself and I was exhausted. And so then, of course, even when if you're married, you know this, if your sex life is struggling, that also usually means your emotional connection is struggling as well. That's usually just one indicator that you're kind of disconnected in marriage. And I remember just talking to my husband and saying, I just got to be real with you. I am exhausted from trying to lose this weight. It's not coming off. I'm doing all these things. And see here in my mind, I had set up this expectation. And I honestly thought my husband had set up this expectation, even though he'd never said one word to me about this, that I needed to be a certain size after I had kids. And I was striving so hard to get back to it and just could not quite reach that line. And whenever I just brought this into the open, first of all, he was able to kind of help me debunk that expectation and go, whoa, what is this? This is not from God. It's not from me. My husband's saying that. And then he said something to me. I'll never forget. He said, Rachel, stop comparing yourself to other women, including your younger self. She's another woman. And when he said that to me, I felt like chains just fell off, like huge weight fell off because I did not realize I was comparing myself to pre-baby Rachel. And even if you're listening to this right now, maybe even haven't had kids, regardless, if you're comparing yourself to a version of yourself that you were in another season, right? When you're 15 years old and you maybe hadn't even gone through puberty yet or like all these things that we do when we start comparing ourselves to younger versions of ourselves, or even dreamed up versions, ideal versions of ourselves, And then we have all kinds of anxiety around not being able to live up to these expectations. And here in a minute, I'm actually going to have you do a little activity for your processing prompt. I want to tell you the other quote here, and then we'll get over to that. Here's the other quote. It says, my future grandchildren will not remember grandma by my wrinkles or gray hair. Instead, they'll remember a woman who feared and praised the Lord. Now, let's do some real talk around this quote. I believe it. I really do. Of course, they remember what grandma looks like. I'm not saying they don't remember what grandma looks like, but that's not the thing that they're going to be significantly impacted by. Okay, my looks, my weight, all that stuff, like however successful you were, like those aren't the things that impact somebody. Even just recently, I was talking to my kids on some fun conversation starter cards, and we were asking them, I think the question was something like, what's your favorite memory with mom? And all three of them said, when I come tuck them into bed and I talk to them, not vacations we've been on or meals I've cooked or things I've cleaned. It was that I sat down and I connected with them and listened to them. So my friends, let's go back to this quote for a second. I know this is true cognitively, right? Like, oh, I know that that's the legacy that my kids and future grandkids are going to remember. But we still live in a world that sets extremely high expectations on aging 
and wrinkles and gray hair and all the things. And so this expectations thing, it just keeps coming up for me in whatever area it is, whether it be physical appearance, like we're talking about now, maybe it's your career. Maybe it's, I don't know, you fill in the blank, okay? Like I told you in this series, you fill in the blank for the thing the Holy Spirit's bringing up to you. But here's what I know. Our expectations, if they're not submitted to the Lord, and if they're not in line with his heart and his will, we will hustle our entire lives and never quite reach the bar. All right, so let me go ahead and take you through that processing thing that I wanted to. So in the end, I always ask you a question to help you process. So here's what I want you to do today. If you're able to, you have a pen and paper nearby, I wanna ask you to draw this. And if you're not where you can draw, don't worry, just listen in and visualize it in your mind. And then maybe later you could jot it down. Uh, You don't even need artistic skills to do this. Okay, I got y'all covered. Draw a straight line. That's step number one, draw a straight line. And next, I want you to draw arrows underneath that line that are all pointing up to the line, okay? So you you might have several different arrows and underneath those arrows, it might say mom and wife, body, weight, career, marriage, Any areas of your life where you know you have probably some unspoken expectations of yourself that you've put on yourself and that other people have put on you. All right, so you've got that straight line underneath it. You have arrows pointing up to it. I don't want to make this too complicated. But those arrows are not ever quite touching that line. There's a little gap in those arrows. All right. I want you to recognize that space between the arrows and the line, that top of the arrow and the line. This space right here is what causes us a lot of grief, a lot of anxiety, a lot of heartache, depression, because we feel like we have this really high bar of expectations. That's what your line is there. If you want, you can write the word expectations on it. And then we're constantly striving, trying to hit it. And in that space, we feel pressure. We feel pressure to perform. We feel alone. We feel like we just simply cannot measure up. We can't hit the mark. You just, you get so close, but yet you're not quite there. My friends, I want to challenge you to start looking at these expectations. Consider even writing them down and asking God, God, is this something from you? Or is this something I need to lay down? See, I had to lay down this expectation I had that my body was going to look a certain way and be a certain weight after I'd had three kids. I am not at all saying I laid down taking care of my body. I still love to exercise. I still love to eat whole foods and and all kinds of things. But I had to lay down the expectation that I was going to look that way. I'm not saying that's what you need to do, but I want to encourage you, whatever area of your life feels very heavy, maybe for you it's your career or being a mom or I don't know. Let's go with the career example for a second. You had expectations that by now you're going to hit a different marker. You're going to be higher up in some position or 
you're going to have more accolades or being paid more or be in a different position by now, have more opportunities by now. You had all these expectations and you just haven't quite hit it. You just haven't quite gotten there. Maybe it's time to lay down those expectations and instead pick up being expectant for what God wants to do in your life and through your life. There is a big difference in these expectations that put pressure on us versus me expecting that I'm going to live a full and an exciting and a fun, blessed life because I serve a great, big God who loves to order the footsteps of his children. So I just want to challenge you with that today. Sit with those expectations, especially any that feel heavy. Ask the Lord if they're from him and if they're not, how he wants to rewrite those things. There's nothing wrong with wanting to excel in your career or to be able to do amazing things with wherever you are planted. But our expectations and our hope has to be rooted in the Lord, not in ourselves and most definitely not in our circumstances. All right, I want to pray with you. And I, I just hope and pray <laughs> that me starting this Real Talk conversation, that's the heart behind this podcast, if you haven't noticed, but especially today's episode, is to give you space to just let that real come up. That we can stop putting on fake smiles and saying everything's great when it's not. Hey, and if everything is great, awesome. Say everything's great, but man, in the moments and in the areas of your life where it's not, own it. That does not look like you getting on social media and telling everybody that. I mean, of course, if you feel led to do so in a grace-filled way, you can, but really what that means is those people who know you well, and at the very least with the Lord, being able to sit with the Lord and say, Lord, I expected by now things would be different, and it's not. And my heart hurts because of it. Come sit with me in this broken place. That's what being real looks like. It's when you have those one-on-one coffee dates with a friend and instead of saying, oh yeah, things have been good and keeping things surface level going, honestly, I really haven't been good. I've been struggling. And being real with each other on that. Let me pray over us. Father, I thank you for every person who is sitting under the sound of my voice. Lord, I thank you that with you, the pressure is off and the fun is up. So I just release anybody who might be um, striving or feeling pressure. I ask that you bring up any expectations that are simply not from you that might need to be rewritten, and even some expectations that might, might just need to be laid down. Even ask that just over myself as well, Lord, that we put our hope and our trust in you. I pray that everybody here has a safe space to come to, first and foremost with you, Lord. I know you're always that safe landing spot for us. Then I pray for community too. I sense that there's some people listening who they're going, I would love to have that friend I could go be real with, and they don't feel like they have that. So I ask that you give them that desire of their heart, that community piece, that friend that they can't have that conversation with, that counselor who can listen without judgment and give them some wise counsel. We rest in you today. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Well, as I mentioned, the resource I recommended for all these episodes is my book, Image Restored. And then, of course, make sure you've taken the quiz that I released. It's called What's Your Body Trying to Tell You? You can find that at rachelgilbert.com forward slash quiz. That concludes today's talk therapy episode, and I will see you back here next time on Real Talk with Rachel.